Hello and welcome back to my depressing shit life. I am your host, Chloe, and this is my depressing shit life. <laughs> um, yeah, so I keep uh, procrastinating. Um, first and foremost, I need to apologise if you listened to last week's episode because... For some reason, the whole episode recorded through my laptop and not through my microphone, which meant that uh, none of the sound effects recorded and it just made me look like a a bit like a mental patient <laughs> for the duration of that whole episode. And I, it sucks because I, en- I enjoyed recording that episode and I, I was... I was putting in all of the fun sound effects. I was commenting on the sound effect, which just made me look even more out there. So I apologize if you suffered through that. <laughs> if you enjoyed it, like more power to you. But um, like, you know, I, it, it's back. I've got, I've got everything. <laughs> Everything's back at my disposal. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, <laughs> like I would, I would love to blame it on the, um, like the the sound pad that I have, but the evidence has been falsified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've missed it. I've I've missed it so much. Um. So anyway, what's happening? What's popping? How is everyone? Um, I hope you've had a good like week and a bit um i posted like 10 days ago and like the the posting of these is becoming real inconsistent <laughs> um but like i was recording them on mondays and getting them out on monday but now i'm like like my guy at the end of the weekend and going back to work uh like monday evening i just want to fucking sit down and do nothing so um it's now friday and i'm recording this after returning from jujitsu and just just have just having showered and um yeah like i'm i'm not i'm not overly tired um i've got some packing to do in a little bit but other than that life is good i'm uh yeah, I'm headed down to Southampton for the weekend. Actually, no, for the week, uh, I'm going to help my friend at her gym while she's recovering. Um, so, yeah, I get to teach a few classes. I get to, I get to train every day, which is uh, a godsend because <laughs> I haven't been training at all. And like, lots of stuff happened in the past ten days uh, since I spoke to you last. So. Um, as per usual, this isn't going to be like a a steady stream of thought. It's just going to be words as and when they pop into my brain. So I apologize per usual. (laughs) Um, where do I start? Um, let's just start like last Friday. So last Friday I drove up to Scotland to see my friend, um, who I, I say friend, she's like a best friend like just a great person 
Um, I love her. I love her loads. Um, she makes me laugh so much. And we have such, we have such a great time together. Um, so like <laughs> driving for six hours, um, like it's, it's not ideal. It's not the most fun you can have, but, um, like I just, <laughs> what was I doing? Um, I listened to, uh, Nick Offerman's book, uh, Paddle Your Own Canoe, which was sublime, might I say. It's very scrumptious. I enjoyed that um, very, very much. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm going to stand on... Uh, I'm going to stand on my little uh, crate and just tell everyone, Nick Offerman's Paddle Your Own Canoe. It's a great book about... Uh, life and living a delicious life that's what it was um and i can't recommend it enough it's it's such a good read there's a there's a really great chapter on uh where he talks about separating church from state um considering he was like raised christian and then he was a born again christian later in life because of a woman um it's like he gave he gives really salient arguments to um like why laws and such shouldn't be dictated from this book so um yes i i highly recommend reading or listening if that's your preference um like yeah jump on audible pick up the book not even pick it up just fucking tap 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 listen 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 jobs are good and um so yeah, the book's like 10 hours long. Um, but because I'm like, I, I, I say this joke all the time. Like I've always wanted to know what it's like to be a speed reader. So, <laughs> um, when I listen to audiobooks, I listen to them at like one and a half speed. <laughs> Cause that way it's like, you know, I've, uh, I'm, I'm, it's just like, I'm reading really fast and, um, I'm quite fortunate that a lot of the things that I do read, um, the, the narrators, like the authors who read their books, um, speak quite slowly. So speeding them up to like one and a half, maybe two times is a bloody godsend. So thank you audible for allowing me to, (laughs) to speed read for the first time. Um, like I, I don't know about you guys, but like I've tried learning to speed read in the past. Like my friend showed me what she does and I've read like a few articles about it. And like the information that I got is you pick a point on the page and you just uh, run your eyes across the line and your brain's taking in the information, but you're not uh, essentially reading the words in your head, which is what slows down your reading like you're still comprehending the sentences and the like what's happening but you're not letting your brain slow down enough to like read each and every individual word um and i i got to like i i've done it and i've used that system like a couple of times and I found relative success with it, but, um, like, I don't know. Like, it's why I enjoy audiobooks because I don't have to really think about 
anything. It's just, it's being read to me. So I can do other things at the same time. But like whilst my attention's on the words, I can do menial tasks at the same time. Um, I can't just, I'm, I'm not someone who can just sit down and read a book as much as I would love to be able to. Um, uh, like the more people I speak to with ADHD, the more it makes me feel like I have it, but I'm pretty sure I don't. I, I'm almost positive. I just have, um, like a mild form of anxiety. Um, which just means that like, I can't, like I can sit still in the same place for a long time, but my mind wanders occasionally. Um, so I am one of those people that just checks their phone incessantly for no reason. Well, not for no reason, for that reason, because my mind wanders. Um, even if, uh, actually, no, if, if I'm watching something and it's compelling, I'll, my, my, my focus will remain on the, the subject matter, but like, if it's just a nonsense movie or a TV show that I've seen before and I know the beat, I can I can do other things at the same time, like uh, play, what do I play? Like that, uh, well, I play a game on my phone called Disney Sumsum. <laughs> I've played it for nine years nearly because I'm really cool, in case you were wondering. I don't know how you got this many episodes in, didn't understand just how cool I was. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it Bruh. there we go <laughs> I'm really good <laughs> um, so yeah I listened to Nick Offerman and his Paddle Your Own Canoe book which again I will recommend um, this podcast isn't sponsored by that book or by Audible but I feel the need to advertise it because it's so good. Anyway, um, yeah, so I got like seven hours. No, it was eight hours. I got eight hours into that book. Um, Like I was driving for a total of about six hours and I stopped off for like half an hour to go to the toilet, like halfway there. Um, And yeah, and then Friday night, I just chilled with my friend. (laughs) We watched... Uh, oh, it was, it was so rubbish, <laughs> like the worst movie. <laughs> I'll talk about it later on <laughs> because it's the only shit brilliant movie I've watched this week. I haven't really watched any, um, thing, anything apart from like Bob's Burgers, which is the only thing I've been watching. Um, I've gone through like three series in the past week again, because I'm so cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, Friday night we stayed in and we watched a movie and opened My Hero Academia collectible cards. <laughs> Just, you know, general cool people stuff. Um, Saturday we went into we went into Glasgow and we went to all of the, the standard anime shops and oh my god. <laughs> I spent more than I than I wanted to. Like I I set aside like 200 pounds for the whole, for the weekend, like spending money. And I think it was like 50 pounds each way for petrol. I came under budget for petrol, but, um, I, I might have gone over on the, on the spending. Um, cause I bought, 
uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called now. Um, so I bought a few like manga graphic novels. Um, <laughs> one of them is quite possibly the greatest thing that I've ever seen or read. <laughs> and the other one is a series that I really want to start, but they only had um, issues uh, two, four, and five. So I've ordered issues one and three, which I'm uh, hopefully going to get next week. Ah, oh, but I'm not even here. Ah, oh, it's fine. They'll they'll come through the post. It's fine. Um, the the first book series is called How Do We Relationship. It's about um, a newly formed like lesbian couple. Um, one of them's never been in a relationship with a woman before, so she's like, I don't know how to be in a relationship with a woman, which is really cool, and it's it piques my interest because like. Uh, personally, I don't know how to relationship <laughs> at all. Um, like I've, like I've had relate like quote unquote relationships since uh, I got divorced, but nothing's ever really come close to what I had with my ex wife. Um. Uh, that's not to say that th- these people didn't make me feel anything because that would be untrue. Um, it's more a case of like, I, I, d- I don't have the spark with them that I had with her. And I don't know whether that spark is because I spent seven or eight years with my ex-wife and we built a life together and things ended very abruptly when we were both well when I know like for me personally when I was still in a place where my feelings were at their peak for my for my wife (laughs) so um that's quite difficult to to process and to get through um like everyone that I've kind of dated has just ended up being a really good friend. And like, I don't know if I even talked about this before. I might have talked about it before. Um, like I have issues with my body. So I, I struggle to let people get close, which is an issue. <laughs> it's definitely an issue. Um, but again, it's just something I'm trying to work through, I suppose. Um, so yeah, I don't know why I started talking about this. Um. Oh yeah, how do we relationship? Ugh, fucking hell. So yeah. Um. So comics and stuff like that are really good for me because, like, it just gives me a glimpse into like the things that are possible and like what things might become moving forward. But um yeah. I don't know. Um the other book I got was completely <laughs> in the opposite direction. Um it's called Dick Fight Island and it's the greatest <laughs> purchase I have ever made. 
it's it's a manga series about this um it's this um there's this archipelago uh like somewhere i can't remember where it is but there's this like hidden island that's away from the west of the, the rest of the world and um they choose who rules them every four years by holding a tournament and each of the eight clans of this archipelago uh, nominate a champion and that champion participates in fights uh, between the other champions and the way that they win these fights is by making the other person come and it's the best thing <laughs> I've ever read oh like the homoeroticism is through the roof and you have these like traditionally uh heterosexual male stereotypes who are doing this who are participating in this act to get uh access to power but in order to gain access to power they have to (laughs) like pleasure these men they have to become proficient at pleasuring men. <laughs> it's so good. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, um I am by no means sponsored by uh this person. However, I I implore you, if you're over the age of 18 and you're looking for something fun to read, Dick Fight Island put it into Amazon, you can have it tomorrow. There's a second volume being released at the end of May. I I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You will read it from cover to cover in one sitting. Um, and this is coming from me. I literally spent five minutes at the beginning of this fucking podcast saying that I can't sit down and read something because my, mi- my mind will wander. My mind didn't wander. Uh <laughs> There, there were dudes rubbing each other's dicks and trying to make each other come. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. Like, the, the crazy thing is, the premise is so stupid and so over the top that you're not expecting it to have, like, a cohesive story and plotline that runs through it. But it's so well written and... Like, you actually invest in the characters, you want to know what happens, and, again, onto Amazon and pick up this fucking book, because it's so good, I can't even. Bruh. (laughs) That's right, Tim. Um... So yeah, other than Dick Fire Island and How Do We Relationship, like I got, um, I think I got a couple of toys. Um, I got a Mirio Pop. That was cool. I'm a big fan of Mirio from My Hero Academia or Lemillion, as you may know him. And I got some like, um, like giant pop pin badges, uh, one of Froppy from My Hero Academia and one of uh, the Iron Sheik from WWE. <laughs> um, who, whom I love because of this amazing uh, like skit 
on uh, Robot Chicken. Uh, I can't remember what series, but it was like not the series just gone, the one before, um, where <laughs> he's like in the middle of a war zone and he's just camel clutching everyone he comes <laughs> comes across. <laughs> it's so stupid. So yeah, the uh, the Iron Sheik, good lad, good lad. Um, so yeah, that was Saturday. Um, Saturday evening, uh, we stayed in. I can't remember what we watched. I just remember that um, my friend's partner came over, and like she was nervous for me to meet her. And her partner was nervous to meet me because my friend didn't shut up about me, apparently. <laughs> but we got on really well. We had a good time. Um, we just, I don't know, we we talked mad shit all evening. Um, oh, that's what we did. We watched Moana <laughs> uh, because my friend Lauren had never seen it, which is a travesty. A travesty, yes, that's right. You heard me right. It's a travesty. And then we were told that she also hadn't seen Inside Out. So guess what we watched next? That's right. We watched Inside Out. And um yeah. That was um that was Saturday night. It was good. It was good. I've I had a good time. I enjoyed myself. Sunday Ooh, what did we do? We got up and chilled for a bit, went out to Nando's for lunch, then went back and I had to go home and like I listened to the rest of Paddle Your Own Canoe on the way home, but that only took like an hour and a half. So I ended up listening to four, five episodes of uh, Two Bears, One Cave, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Um... I can only I can only dream of attaining their success, <laughs> but um, not going to happen. Doesn't matter. I do this because I need to get my thoughts out of my brain. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was fun. I had a good time on the way back. Like, I didn't stop on the way back. Like, I was listening to these podcasts, and like, you know, when you just your mind just goes blank. And then you're like, oh, I've driven for three hours <laughs> and I'm fine. Um, I got home on a single tank of petrol. So that was really cool. That was like a 350 mile drive. So, yeah, I did well, to be honest. <laughs> um, I had Monday off work so that I could recover from the drive. But like... Oh. Oh, that one. Bruh. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. I was I did a bit of a yawn because um, I'm really tired. But yeah, Sunday when I got home, I was like, uh, I wanted to play some Fortnite because I'm trying to get to level 200 this season like I do every season because I want to complete the battle pass. Um, I told myself last... <laughs> <laughs> told myself last month don't invest into it because you're just gonna peter out of it there's like 
there's no point in completing it. It's boring. And then they add like a no build mode to the fucking game. And it's like, okay, so you've made it brilliant again. Fuck. So I've been pottering through the uh, season pass since it come out. Um, I think I'm at level 80, 88. So I've nearly finished page nine of the, um, the battle pass. I've nearly got Doctor Strange, but he's not like, I, ridiculously, he's not the person that I want. I want, um, there's a skin, uh, that's like an anime character that's just really cute. And I want that. And it's the first page of the bonus, uh, what's it called? The bonus levels. So I'm very excited to hopefully get that in the next couple of weeks. Um, what did I do Sunday night? Oh, Sunday night. I remembered that WrestleMania was on. So I watched the uh, day one of WrestleMania and sweet Jesus. Like, I don't know if I've talked about my love of WWE on this before, but I love it. It's so good. And WrestleMania was just fucking superb this year. Um, like there was some there was some boring matches that I I couldn't get invested in. Um however ooh, yeah, that one. Like most of them I actually, you know, really enjoyed. I'm just trying to find uh where they were. Right. So yeah, Triple H kicked off the show by coming to the the ring and laying his boots in the ring. He's now officially retired, um, which is crazy because I remember watching him as a kid. He was like one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. It was in his, uh, it was like his Renaissance era. Like he'd been he'd been in the Triple H character for a while, but like after his Hunter Hearst Helmsley fucking stint, it's where he came back from his first quad injury. I remember watching the that WrestleMania where he came back and everyone was like, oh shit, he hasn't been in for like nine months. And then he just fucking comes back like a beast. So seeing him retire was like quite poignant. <laughs> and then um, what did we have? Uh, the first actual match was RK-Bro, which is fucking... <sighs> Can I just say RK-Bro which is um, Randy Orton and, oh, fuck, what's his name? Riddle, Matt Riddle. (laughs) They are the best tag team of the last 10 years. Like, they make me laugh so much. And, like, watching their progression from when they've been put together to where they are now has been so like lovely and joyous like watching randy orton change from begrudgingly pairing with matt riddle to actually enjoying him now is just the best and like just just how excited riddle is to be paired with randy orton like every week like he'll come down to the ring and he'll be singing fucking randy orton's uh theme entrance (laughs) and he'll always be like paying mad respect like the first time um, I saw Riddle pull off an RKO. I was like, "Oh, it's gonna! This is amazing!" And then I saw a fucking <laughs> a video the other day where, like, 
Um, Randy Orton was in a singles match and Riddle was at ringside. And then uh, the guy ran into Orton and he literally fell into the place where... I can't remember what Riddle's finisher is, but he fell into like Riddle's finisher and (laughs) just watching um, Randy Orton look over at Riddle and then do his finisher and seeing the joy on Matt Riddle's face. (laughs) It's like, it's literally one of the best, like it filled my heart with so much glee that like I'm crying a little bit now just thinking about it. It's so, (laughs) he's like a puppy. I can't not love him. Um, <laughs> oh my god this is t- this is too much so yeah um, they're currently the tag team champions on Raw they fought like Alpha Academy and the Street Profits and the match was really fun uh, RK Bro ended up winning um, yeah like spoiler alert apo- <laughs> my apologies um then you had like uh, Bobby Lashley fighting Omos, who's this massive uh, guy that they've that's come in. He's like their powerhouse now that like the Big Show and stuff have gone. And uh, like that was that was okay. It wasn't wasn't great. Uh, the next match <laughs> was uh, a dude called Sami Zayn against uh, Johnny Knoxville. Like that match was fucking hilarious. Um, cause, uh, I, I came back into WWE about, uh, two years ago. I think I, I watched the Royal Rumble in 2021, um, because like I was in a, I was in a bad place mentally and I wanted something, uh, to look forward to. And then I saw Royal Rumble being advertised. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to watch it. Because I remember how much joy I had growing up watching the entrance come in and all of this, all of the fanfare around it. And um, then it like, talks about the road to WrestleMania from the Royal Rumble. So I don't watch the weekly episodes of like Raw and SmackDown. It's just like the, the big events. And I got introduced to Zami Zayn in his uh, fight that he had with um, Kevin Owens. And that fight was just pure technical class <laughs> uh, the whole way around. Like, they were pulling off, like, Michinoku drivers, uh, moonsaults, uh, like, 450 flips. Like, fucking, they were pulling off crazy moves. And, like, they put on a proper show. So when Sami Zayn got paired with Johnny Knoxville from <laughs> from the Jackass crew... I was like, ah, oh, this should be fun. Um, just watching Johnny Knoxville get fucking smashed about. But um, it was like a no-holds-barred fight. And <laughs> like pretty much everyone from from Jackass came out and like did did something to Sami Zayn. Like Wee Man like literally like power slammed him. Like picked him up and slammed him to the mat. And he did a little scream. <laughs> and <laughs> they had the massive hand that uh, from Jackass 3 where they used to antique bam. <laughs> and yeah, so that match was really fun. I, I quite enjoyed that match. Um, 
you had like the women's tag championship, which I wasn't overly interested in. The only thing that kept my interest is Sasha Banks, who is quite possibly my favorite uh, female wrestler. Uh, she's definitely like for me personally, she's the best talent they've had for the past 10 years. Um, in women's, in the women's divisions, at least like, I don't know why they keep bigging up Charlotte Flair. Um, it's like, she's, she can't lose for some reason. And I don't understand the, the pomp and ire around her. Um, when, especially when you have like such great competitors like Sasha Banks. Um, after that it was AJ Styles and Edge. Like that could have been a lot better. Um, New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. That was rubbish. It was like it was like a four minute match. Um, it was it was pushed essentially. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory was a great match. Like Pat McAfee was a an NFL quarter, NFL punter um, a while back, and then he got uh, injured and had to retire. And he's been a color commentator for the WWE for a little while. And I enjoy Pat McAfee. He's a bit like loud and brash, but he put on a decent show. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed it. Um, and Austin Theory is a bit of a fucking punk as well. But then uh, like with that match, like Pat McAfee won, which was amazing. And then for no reason, he he fought Vince McMahon. Vincent Kennedy McMahon was fucking, he's like 74, 75. He can barely move. And like literally everything McAfee did, like Vince didn't do anything. He barely moved. And he was running around like, Ugh. so that really put, that really put like my back up a little bit. I was like, oh, you've ruined it. I, you had a really good match. You shouldn't have done it, but I don't know what you're going to do. But then because Pat McAfee got blasted by Vince, uh, Stone Cold came down and opened a can of whore path on, uh, on the frail old man. And we were, <laughs> we were given the most botched fucking stunner of all time, which was hilarious. <laughs> like, like Steve Austin, he just kicks him in the stomach, and rather than just bending over and taking the move, he like stumbles backwards into the ropes and almost falls through them. This fucking frigid seventy-five-year-old dude, <laughs> and then he like bounces forward from the ropes. <laughs> oh. It's so stupid. I love it. Um, who else? Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Like it was an okay match. It wasn't the best, uh, but like for obvious reasons, uh, Roman won. Like Brock's too expensive to keep. Uh, whoa! What was that? Yeah, Brock's too expensive to keep. Like all the time. I think they pay him like uh, a million dollars, like a, an, an event, which is freaking crazy. Um, that was Sunday. So like the Saturday night, 
was amazing as well. Uh, I don't want to go through all of them. But uh, what ones can I remember? Like the the standout for Saturday for me was um, uh, Cody Rhodes returning. Uh, And it was like a... It was one of those unknown fighter matches. So he was fighting Seth Rollins, who is quite possibly one of my favorite wrestlers at the moment. Uh, He's just so like loud and brash and (laughs) he's so full of himself. It makes me laugh so much. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he had this like uh, unknown challenger. Like Vince was like, oh, I'll find you someone. And then so you had... Uh, what's his name? Oh my god, Seth! You have Seth in the ring waiting for someone, and then you just see fucking Cody Rhodes' uh logo, like the American Nightmare, just pop up on the screen. You're like, oh my god, this is amazing! Um, if you don't know why that's such a a weird thing, it's because uh Cody Rhodes um was a like a chair for AEW, a competing wrestling brand, and he recently retired from it. And there were rumours that he'd signed with WWE, but he didn't turn up when they thought he was going to turn up, which would be at the Royal Rumble. So everyone was like, oh, maybe he didn't. And um, the fact that he was there, and then he wrestled, and it was amazing. Um, Yeah, not much else I can say. Um, So yeah, that was the weekend. Monday I didn't do anything really. I kept telling myself to record this. Um but I didn't because I'm an idiot. And <laughs> I'm not well yeah, I am an idiot, but I also depressed and tired all the time. So um I I didn't have the energy to do anything. I kept looking at the at my laptop and all of my equipment and I'm just just like, oh, thinking of getting up and going over, setting everything up and then just sitting down to record and thinking of something to say. I'd never think about what I'm saying. And then I use that as an excuse not to record. It's like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Like, if the last 40 minutes is anything to go by, I don't know what I'm talking about. I literally <laughs> just sit down and fucking start talking like a fucking idiot. Um, so yeah, I just procrastinate about it, which is why the last few episodes have been so inconsistent. Like when I started, it was, uh, it's cause I was in a bad place and like my, uh, life was quite routine, but now things are starting to change a little bit. And I, I think I'm going to start recording these later in the week, like I said, so it should become more consistent again. Um, what was a so yeah, Monday was okay, I suppose. Um, like the rest of the week, like I didn't train on Tuesday. I talked myself out of it. Wednesday, I had my PT with Haley. I went to training yesterday, and I had a lot of fun. I was paired with a new person who'd been there. He was there for like, he's been there for a few weeks. Like he knows some stuff, but. It made me laugh because, like, did I even talk about this? I got my purple belt and I didn't know how to feel about it. I'm pretty sure I talked about that last week. 
anyway, I'm a purple belt now. Um, for those of you who don't know what that means, it means that I've been training uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for about uh, seven years. And I know some stuff. Some stuff. I'm not great by any stretch of the imagination, but I know enough to be safe and I know enough to uh, defend myself to a competent level, let's say. Um, so when I have this relative beginner in a rear naked choke position and then him like literally try to like stop me from doing something by trying to talk me through the move, it makes me laugh so much. I'm like, my guy, I'm, I'm on your back. I've got you. You've been caught. You can't try and talk me through something because I know what I'm doing. Um, so that was fun. Um, like he was trying to say, oh no, you need to like collect this arm. And I was like, no, I don't. Like I was trying to move to the armbar position from the back. So I needed to push his head down so I could get my leg over his head and then talk up on the arm. But he thought that I was trying to do like a, a, a choke. So he didn't understand why I had the underhook on his, uh, near side arm but it's fine it's fine it's fine um like i met someone as well like talking about relationships earlier um crazily i so i sporadically i go on to tinder and sometimes grinder depending on how i'm fit like depending on how badly I feel about myself, to be completely honest. Um, and like, with those apps, it's, I don't even know what I want from them. Like, they're always on my phone, but I don't know what I'm expecting when I log into them. So when, like, I match with someone, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do now. Um, I wasn't expecting this. I just like the the task of swiping like that. <laughs> that helps my anxiety. <laughs> um, so when I matched with someone the other day, like they actually started speaking to me, which again is a rarity. So I was like, oh, I'll talk back and see what happens. And um, yeah, we were we started speaking on Tuesday evening. And then Wednesday, I said, like, let's, let's meet up. Like, there's no point in chatting for months on end, not even seeing if there's anything there. And like, we met up, we had a, we went out to dinner, had a great time, to be completely honest. I, I really enjoyed their company. Um, we had, uh, what did we do? We went to ZZ, so... Uh, they got pasta. I got pizza because I'm a I'm a glutton. <laughs> That's who I am. Um, and yeah, it was really nice. Uh, it was nice just uh doing something with someone who is like new and not spending the day at home on my own and just kind of sitting around. <laughs> So that was fun, I suppose. Uh, 
not I suppose that was fun I really enjoyed it um, I really enjoyed their company whether or not something's there I don't know like I said before I struggle in finding the spark like there's one person that I've met relatively recently who I would say I have that spark for but I'm pretty sure that they don't have the same feelings so I'm more than content with just being their friend which is fine um I still get to have them in my life and like I said many times before I've got so many issues with my body like being quote-unquote intimate with someone isn't really on the cards so great friend is (laughs) like the best situation that I could hope for at the moment but um I was supposed to meet up with her this evening but I don't have the time like I wanted to record this because I'm staying in Southampton for the next week and I won't be able to record until I get back so there's going to be another like 10 days between episodes um and I didn't want I want it to be another 10 days and be like hey you know this thing that I wanted to do let's make it as inconsistent as possible so that there's literally no way that you'll build a following. Not that it's ever going to build a following. Like, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, so I let her down this evening and now, like, it's one of those things where because I've said... I'm not available and I apologize. They think that there's something wrong that they've done or that there's that I've done something that they've done something to upset me. It's not the case. So I spent some time just going back to them and being like, no, no, no. Like this is all to do with me. My leaving everything to the last minute and being generally disorganized. I apologize. So yeah, like I want to meet up with them again and just enjoy their company. Um, uh, I need to have a conversation about boundaries because I don't know. I don't want them to, I don't want to lead anybody on essentially, which sounds really big headed and I don't like saying, uh, I don't know. I don't know. God damn it. Like why can't, the people that I like just like me back and then we can just watch TV for it together forever. That'll be fine. Like, why can't that be just the done thing? Um, it's not, but it's fine. I had my PT on Wednesday with Haley, and, uh, we're looking at changing up my, um, my training regime so that, uh, it prompts me to go to the gym more often uh, outside of just my PT sessions. Cause I used to go every day and do like a really light session every day. So um, I was always in the mind space of like getting strong and fit and losing weight. But uh, I've fallen out of that and I decided to eat freaking ice cream again <laughs> I've become quite the porker once more. Um, So yeah, now I'm trying to combat that as much as I can. 
Uh, so we've got like a, a cardio routine, which is, it's not even just cardio. It's like, um, it's 10 exercises four times over 40 minutes. And it broke me on Wednesday. Like <laughs> I could barely move my legs on Thursday. I, I struggled to walk. Like I got out of bed. I walked to my, um, to my chair where I sit and I do all of my work and I was stuck there. Like at lunchtime I got up to go and have something to eat and my legs were like, nope, not today, my friend. So, um, I think there's a part of Haley that really enjoys the fact that I nearly die every time (laughs) I do one of her routines like sometimes I question whether or not we're actually friends or if she just likes to see me in pain. Um, but like, she's the best kind of personal trainer. Um, because she, she loves me so much that she wants me to be healthy and strong and happy. And she knows that the way that I can get to that is through exercise. So she pushes me as much as she can. And, because I love her so much and I want I want her to, to see that I'm trying and that um oh what am I trying to say? Like like I'm trying to make sure that like I I'm not just doing I'm not going through the motions for these um sessions. Like when she gives me exercises where I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I can do this. And like, I, I have a little panic attack in my head when she's like, we're going to do this, this and this. Uh, it's mostly when she talks about doing, um, Oh, what are they called? Not squats. The other ones. Lunges. Yeah. I, I hate lunges. I could, I would take 10,000 squats over a hundred lunges any day. Um, I don't know why I just, like it's the same thing essentially only you're doing both legs in a squat but give me lunges and I will complain till the cows come home because that's who I am and I fucking hate lunges um but yeah like regardless of how much I hate some of the exercises I always give it my all and make sure that like I'm not half ass in the exercises so as much as I didn't enjoy the circuit as much as I probably uh, could have, um, I did it to the best of my ability to the point where like on the third set, I was whiting out <laughs> and like shaking because um, like, because we were doing like uh, timed sets, the aim of it is the endurance. So like you're not going full out, for every single one of these sets, like you're pacing yourself so that you can finish them. And I didn't do that for the first round, which tired out all of my muscles. <laughs> so, um, doing like the, uh, shoulder press and the, the squat burnt my quads and my shoulders. And then when I had to do, um, like cleans, no, it was when I was doing snatches and what was the other one? Like uh, squats, but with a, a barbell, like at the front. Like, 
I just remember coming up on one of the squats and just everything going white for a second. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to do these step ups. Um, cause she wanted me to do step ups on like a, a bench, which was far too high when I looked at it after doing those squats. So, um, she gave me just a little step to use. Uh, we modified it a little bit. Jobs are good. In. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I'm trying to be stronger. I'm trying to be, I want to be better is what I'm getting at, I suppose. Um, I know that when I've worked out consistently in the past, my mental health has improved. So just trying to get myself back in that routine is uh, what I'm striving for at the moment. I just, I just hope I can keep on top of it really. Um, like the reason she's given me this circuit is because I can do it. I can just go in and then like press start on the timer and then like, that's it. Um, it's like 40 minutes and then I'm done. Um, but like I said, with this circuit, like, uh, previously I would go in and I would do, um, like weights. So like, uh, chest press, leg curls, um, oh, is it like leg press? shoulder press, lots of presses and curls, um, like going in and doing weights machines, um, is, is easier in my mind than going in and doing 40 minutes of cardio, which is how I feel doing like, uh, free weights and TRX stuff. So that's going to be the, the biggest hurdle that I need to get over in doing these, um, like kind of assault courses. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's not an assault course. I'm so tired. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's kind of my week. Um. Let's let's finish off by talking about uh, this movie that I watched on Friday. So yeah, on Friday night, my friend and I sat down and we watched quite possibly the most ridiculous movie I've ever seen called Cheaper by the Dozen. And I'm not talking about the Steve Martin version from like 10 years ago. That was okay. I'm not talking about the previous version from 1964. That was reasonably okay. I'm talking about the 2022 version of Cheaper by the Dozen featuring Zach Braff and I can't remember her name. Ah, <laughs> oh, now I'm going to feel bad. Anyway, the movie itself is utterly ridiculous. So the husband and wife have a load of kids and like they run a breakfast shop essentially where they serve breakfast all day, uh, mainly pancakes and stuff. And the story revolves around um, the father selling his like sweet and savory sauce where like you put it on something sweet and it's sweet and you put it on something savory and it's savory. And then like, 
there's so many inconsistencies in this movie. Like, they were really struggling. They had bills that they couldn't pay in this really big house. Like, the house had seven rooms. And they're living in LA. And, like, they're like, oh no, we can barely keep the lights on. And then he sells this source idea to this marketing company they give him a check in which he signs over the rights to the name and the source and then he gets paid which is like kind of fair i suppose however like this money was enough for him to buy a mansion with at least 12 bedrooms live in a gated community send all the kids to private school it's like, how much money did you make from this fucking source? Like, the house alone would have been millions. Like, you can't be earning that much from this crazy source. No one's buying it. And then, like, at the end, what's even fucking crazier is he goes into their, like, into the marketing office and he's like, yeah, I'm putting the kibosh on franchising the restaurant because he had all of these concerns on what they were doing with his name and his brand. He's like, oh, and I'm buying back the the rights to my name and this, the source has made enough money that I can do that. And it's like, mm, has it? Has it though? Because technically you sold that name. And the fact that the source is selling means that that name now has value. So the money that you would have earned from it wouldn't have kept up with the value that that name has. So the whole movie makes no sense when you look at it through logical glasses. Um, There was one funny thing that was said, and I can't remember what it was. I just remember almost catching a fucking hernia from laughing so much. It was like one really good line. And I'm kicking myself that I didn't write it down. But like, just, it was it was one of those movies where it was me, it was my friend, we were sat on opposite sides of the sofa and <laughs> every like five minutes we would both just look at each other like in disbelief and shrug our shoulders like, what the fuck are we watching? This is the most ridiculous. Um, like... <sighs> Because Zach Braff marries um, like a, a black woman as well, there's lots of um, like situations that they get put in that are overtly racist and like to the point where like it's almost cartoonish enough for them to call out like, oh, you can't say things like that. Rah, 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 rah. And like I'm all for... Like, I'm I'm a very liberal person. However, even, like, that even made me cringe. Like, you'll never see me turn a blind eye to someone else's, um, like, someone being prejudiced against. Like, I hate it. I've experienced it. It's not nice. And if I can prevent other people from experiencing it, I will. However, like, it's so ham-fisted in this movie. It's like, come on. 
I there are more nuanced ways to go about this. And like you make enough fucking money. Like just hire one decent writer. Hire a fucking black writer now that I think about it. Because the whole script screams honky, in my opinion. <laughs> that's a that's a word that needs to be brought back. Fucking honky. <laughs> Fucking honkies. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you're looking for something like stupid and mindless to watch, definitely give Cheaper by the Dozen a go. Um, it's stupid. It's not. It's not a thoughtful movie, and you. It will annoy you more than it will charm you. However, there is this one joke in the movie that you might enjoy. Turn it on for your kids. They won't understand, like, anything that goes on with regards to like, the financials and stuff. So they might enjoy the movie. But um, if you're watching it with them, just, yeah, take everything with a pinch of salt. <laughs> um, and try and enjoy it for what it is. Just a light-hearted romp. <laughs> With some racial undertones. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's me. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to be able to record next week because I'm in Southampton. If I do record, it will be on my phone and it will be likely awful, uh, which I don't want to do. So I'll record Monday and then oh, I might just fucking give it a week I'll, I'll take the week off and then I'll record next Friday. Not the Friday coming, but the one after that. You get what I mean. You get it. Yeah, we, we're on the same page. You get it. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, it's been a pleasure talking at you <laughs> for the last hour. Um, I'm sorry so much of the time was taken up with fucking WWE. Shit. <laughs> I think I spoke for a good like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, now I need to think of a fucking name for the episode. Uh, it's not even enjoyable. Anyway. <laughs> it was lovely speaking to you all. And um, yeah, if you enjoy it, like cool it makes me happy to know that you've enjoyed something that i've provided um i set up an instagram for the for the podcast where i'm posting like little clips every now and then um so if you want just fucking like that maybe if you fancy it uh maybe comment on the clips if you enjoy them other than that like I hope you have a great fucking week. Enjoy your weekend. Um, I love you. I love you all very much. Um, and yeah, I need to learn how to fucking sign off because I'm fucking awful at it. Um, I think I'm going to go out in the best way that I know how. So yeah, I fucking love you. Bye. The evidence has been possible. It's impossible.